Our studies continue in the Sermon on the Mount. This is class content for July the 11th, 2021. And we arrive at Matthew chapter 7, beginning at verse 15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruits. To begin our study of this passage, I want to start with the very first word. I want to spend a little time with that word, beware. This is a common word. We are familiar with it, and we see this word in a variety of contexts. Perhaps you're familiar with walking up to someone's yard, and the sign on the gate says, beware of dog. And so you proceed with caution. You are watchful. You guard yourself against possible attack. Perhaps you're out on the highway, and you'll see various signs using this word. Beware of falling rock. Beware of high water. Beware of high winds. On various medicine labels, there are warnings that send the message, beware. The word simply means to be aware, to be watchful, and therefore exercise caution, be on alert for some danger. This is a warning of potential danger to look out for, and it occurs to me several times in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus issues warnings. You remember back in chapter 5, we were warned about the traditions of men in the form of human religion advanced by the scribes and Pharisees. In chapter 6, Jesus tells us to take heed that we do not do things to be seen of men. He warns us about laying up for ourselves treasures on the earth instead of heaven. In chapter 7, we are warned about hypocritical judgments, giving what is holy to dogs, and we have been warned about the broad way that leads to destruction. I think it should be clear in being a Christian, there are many dangers to be aware of. And here in verse 15, another specific danger we need to be watchful and cautious about. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. There were men back then, and there are men today who are false prophets, false teachers. They claim to be prophets or teachers, and they teach things which are false. Their appearance may be like an innocent sheep, but inwardly, the Lord says, they are ravenous wolves. 
two very different animals. What Jesus is saying is very much like the sign that we might see at someone's gate entering into their yard, beware of dogs. It is one thing to see a vicious dog coming around the corner and running toward you on the attack, but in this case, but in this case, the danger is not obvious. Jesus wants us to be aware of this. Watch, be cautious, because some who claim the power to teach us and may appear to be charming and personable may have information they impart to us that we consume that destroys us spiritually. And I would like for us to observe, Jesus says, these false prophets come to you. It will not be necessary to go out and search for these guys. They will make their appearance. They will come to us. And when they come to us, they will not be wearing a name tag that says false prophet. Now, in this class, we have a number of people who are watching this video with many years' experience in local churches. Uh, someone said one time that in these videos, I'm teaching senior citizens class, many older people in the faith. Let's just do a little survey, and you can answer there in your little group where you're watching. How many times do you remember that a man came into the local church and he said to everybody, hello, my name is, and he gave his name, and I'm a false teacher. I'm here to teach error and cause souls to be lost. I don't think that happens. Let me change the question. How many of you know of cases where a man came in and appeared to be just a great fellow, charming, innocent, personable, but he turned out to be a false teacher? He was imparting information you could not verify in Scripture. Perhaps most of us know of cases where this very thing has happened. And maybe some of us have to admit that for a time we were deceived by these charming men. Well, that reality is the very thing the Lord warns about here. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. Now, once we become aware of the danger identified by the Lord in this passage, the next thing we want to know is, how can I detect false prophets? If they do not wear name tags, if they do not announce themselves, if they appear to be as innocent as sheep, how can I tell? And the Lord answers, you will recognize them by their fruits. What are they producing? What does that look like? Have you studied your Bible to see if that's there? It helps me to think of fruit as the product of the tree. And a tree is known by its fruit. Likewise, the kind of fruit you have tells you something about the tree. In my awareness of this danger of false prophets, I need to observe what is produced. What are they saying? And I don't believe this is just limited to what they're saying, but that's a good place to start. What are they teaching? 
Then how are they living? I'm persuaded that this warning and this imperative given by Jesus includes both what they say and how they live and how they treat others, their attitude about worship, their general demeanor. And then you take what they say and you open your Bible to see if it's there. That's the test. If a man doesn't teach the truth that you can read in your Bible, if he doesn't live the truth you can read in your Bible, if he doesn't respond to the truth that's right there in the Bible, if he resents those who are devoted to the truth that's right there in the Bible, the fruit is the test. Jesus says, if the fruit is evil, that says it came from a corrupt tree. Regardless of what claims are made that this is a good tree, if the fruit is evil, the tree is corrupt. The fruit is the test. If a man doesn't teach the truth, he doesn't live the truth, he doesn't respond to the truth, he resents those who are devoted to the truth, he's a false teacher. Earlier in Matthew 7, there is a self-righteous, hypocritical kind of judging that we are forbidden to do. But here, in Matthew 7, 15, there is a discrimination, a discernment that is absolutely necessary to avoid being deceived and devoured and standing by while others are deceived and devoured. Now, I think at this point, I need to make a distinction. Give me a moment to do that. I believe we need to admit, I believe we need to admit there may be some sincere people who are just misguided or mistaken, but not thoroughly corrupt, not attempting to deceive anyone. Most men who have done any teaching or preaching at all must admit we have grown and learned We've had to correct things we taught in the past. There are surely some who are in a condition similar to Apollos, who, according to Acts 18.25, knew only the baptism of John. He wasn't corrupt. He just knew only the baptism of John. Two Christians took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. They did not expose him as a corrupt man, a false teacher, or a ravenous wolf. There is evidence in Acts 18 and 19 that Apollos humbly received this further instruction. My point is, here in Matthew 7, 15 to 20, I don't believe the Lord is talking about men like Apollos. He's talking about wolves who devour, men who are corrupt, and their purpose is not to learn what Scripture says and serve according to Scripture. Their purpose is to charm and destroy and devour and gain a following for themselves. Apollos needed further instruction, and it was his responsibility to give heed to that further instruction. If he hadn't, he could have become a destructive force. He could have led people astray and that would have called for action, but he humbly accepted the correction of two good people who knew the truth. These men Jesus warns about 
are compared to ravenous wolves. That's what they are inwardly. They are not simply mistaken. They set out to deceive. You see what I mean? Two or three other things need to be said about all this. I want to read in Acts 20, verses 28 through 32. You see that on the screen, and you'll immediately see how this pertains to the warning, the beware that is given in the Sermon on the Mount. This is Paul in Ephesus talking to the elders there, Acts 20, and I'm going to start reading at verse 28. Pray careful, I'm sorry, pay careful attention to yourselves. Pray would, would be a part of that, but I had the word wrong. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, be alert. Now see, that's what Jesus is talking about in Matthew 7 when he says, beware, take heed, be alert, Paul said, remembering that for three years I did not cease night or day to admonish everyone with tears. And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all them that are sanctified. You see what the remedy is here? Do you see how you discern and distinguish true teachers from false teachers? I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. And did you notice the same animal picture used by the Lord in Matthew 7 is used by Paul in Acts 20? Paul said, watch. Be careful, and he commended them to the word of God. Second Peter chapter 2, listen to verses 1 to 3. But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction, and many will follow their sensuality, and because of them the way of truth will be blasphemed, and in their greed they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. Notice the results of their work. They bring upon themselves swift destruction. Many will follow their destructive ways, and the way of truth will be blasphemed. These are men driven by covetousness, destined to condemnation, and their mythology is to teach false doctrine. And you can verify that by using your Bible. These passages 
These passages should not cause us to have an unreasonable fear or obsession about this. The duty is to be sober and beware and inspect fruit. And that's what we ought to be interested in, to determine that what we're being taught is in fact in Scripture. In these three chapters in Matthew, there are other instructions that all are a part of this discernment. Be poor in spirit, the salt of the earth, loving your enemies, being forgiving, seeking first the kingdom, the golden rule, asking, seeking, knocking. All of this goes together. And along with all of this, I must beware of false prophets without being obsessed to try to find one behind every bush. I need to guard against what could be a paranoia about this subject. At the same time, my best defense against all deceivers is to learn to love the Lord supremely and cherish his word. Learn the truth so well. Learn the truth so well you can tell good fruit from bad. Thank you for listening.